You're listening to the Christian Teacher Talks Podcast, striving to encourage teachers with Christian-based daily thoughts and prayers. I'm your host and colleague, Jeff McLaughlin. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to the show. Hello, this is Jeff McLaughlin with Christian Teacher Talks. This is episode four. They sent their best. In John 3, verses 10 through 30, the passage has two big conversations. Conversation number one is between Jesus and Nicodemus. We all know the verse, John 3:16. For God so loved the world, he sent his one and only Son, and whoever believes in him may not be lost, but have eternal life. Which to Nicodemus must have seemed odd for someone to say to him within its context. And yet not. Pharisees, which Nicodemus was, believed in eternal life, where Sadducees did not. There are a ton of other differences, but this is the one for today. Jesus saying this to him would have actually piqued his interest. The fact that Jesus also told him how to have it, that's even better. But Nicodemus would have to change to make it a reality. Now he just had to believe in Jesus as the Messiah. Conversation number two is between John the Baptist and his followers regarding Jesus. This is when we read that he refers to Jesus as the Messiah. But before that, he said something that struck me differently this time that I read it. A man can get only what God gives him. Verse 27. Which at first I want to say, um, duh. But the obvious was not what was meant. I mean it was, but there's more than just the obvious. As the years have gone by, I have reached almost 1,500 students that have gone through my classes. I have realized a couple of things about my students. First, the parents, while legally obligated to take their students to school, are sending us the best kid they have. Even when they cause issues in class and may even break the law while at school, that student is still their best. I forget that fact way more than I should. I'm pretty sure there are people who believe that Jesus was breaking the law and causing issues. While I'm pretty sure Jesus is not physically sitting in our classes, we do have kids that can potentially do great things or be great people, even if they are not when in our class. God sent Jesus, his best, to us. The world rejected him and did not think it was that great. I know I have felt that way about some students, but I have also found myself to be wrong about them and know it as the school year goes on. Some kids have to grow on you. Second, God gives us the students that are in our rooms. Have you ever thought about that? Maybe about the dream student, but I'm talking about the kids you pray are absent that day just for a break from them. Yes, we all have them, and they are never sick, are they? I realized that God is truly in control of who is in my room when I realized I could not handle some of the kids in my co-workers' class, and my co-workers feel the same way. It dawned on me that during my brief interactions with their students in the hallway and cafeteria, or in a brief time in their classroom, I did not need some of them in my room. In conversation with my co-workers, they felt the same way about some of my students and loved the kids that I seemed to have issues with. I began to realize that God put my kids with me and their kids with them because that was best not only for us, but for the kids. They were given to us by God. Even the kid I sent to the office 20 minutes before the end of the day on Friday before spring break started. I tried not to, but I think he was determined to make me. Lastly, I have no control over who the master schedule, the computer, and our counselors place in my room. 
but I do know who has control over them. This next bit I need to repeat to myself over and over. While you're standing in your class this week, look into the faces of the students that God placed so perfectly in your class and remember these two things. They are their parents' best, and God needs them there. He placed them there in your class for a reason. Dearest Lord, thank you for the students that you have placed in our classrooms. We don't always see the reasons that you have, but we know that you have good reasons. Lord, thank you for the parents that send them to us every day. We know that being a parent today is not easy, and they are in the trenches with us too. Lord, I ask that you reveal to us the purpose beyond our subject or grade level that our kids are in our classrooms. Give us the opportunity to be Jesus to those that need to see him. Let us be the person that advocates for them and supports them as they go through the rest of the school year. Lord, let our administrators be this not only for our students, but for us and our co-workers. We are a team working with our kids, trying to create better people and a better society. Lord, work through us all to make that happen. We know that you can. In Jesus' eternal name, amen. You've been listening to the Christian Teacher Talks podcast. Thank you for joining us. If you enjoy our podcast, please tell your friends and family. Spread the word for us. You can also do this by following us on Facebook and Instagram, where you can see posts and receive regular updates for what is going on with us. Please go check out our website at www.christianteachertalks.com to learn more about us, find support links, get on our prayer list, and give us constructive feedback. You can read blog posts and listen to past podcasts. Check out and find web links to our partners, who are all awesome. These are currently ministries of friends, family, and businesses that have helped us get to where we are today. Click on their logo to go to their pages. On Christian Teacher Talks, we offer you the opportunity to join us and support the podcast as we try to reach and encourage others. Please consider making a donation in any amount of your choosing on the website or on Venmo with the ID tag at Christian Teacher Talks. Thank you again for listening. We hope you have a blessed day.